You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the weekend of Friday, July 1st, 2022. Yep, 4th of July holiday weekend. Happy birthday, America. Welcome Into Tomorrow, our 27th year on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. We are delighted to have you with us. Even more delighted when you call in and participate on the show. Don't forget to check your spam filters frequently and back up your important data. We've got, of course, some tech news and commentary before we get to more of your calls. Because when you're heard on the air, that's it. You win. You don't have to jump through goofy hoops like some shows do. Some some girl that makes you answer trivia questions and all that. Forget that nonsense. You know, or be caller 99. or No. Into tomorrow, don't play that. Right. We just want to hear you on the air. A question, a comment, help for another listener, some tech rage, whatever the case. Let us hear you on the air. And you win. It's that easy. And if you're not familiar with our huge annual cool into tomorrow hot summer giveaway check it out at intotomorrow.com we have incredible amount of cool prizes for you like things like a $1500 e-bike i mean that's probably safe to say one of the most requested ones cuz we tell you to let us know three or four of the items you items you might like and while there's no promises no guarantees we'll do our best to get at least one of them to you Almost everybody's asking for the e-bike mm-hmm. from bike.com. We got that. We got uh, you got a mini dishwasher. A mini dishwasher <laughs> worth 400 bucks right there, too. So, Bob, yes. the mini dishwasher. So, if you live alone or just you and a significant other, perhaps, or you and a roommate, and you just need a little dishwasher, this could be for you. Yeah, you know, they, they had one of the best slogans when we did the interview at CES, ditch the sponge and get a Bob. <laughs> yeah, because we also learned during that interview, if you've not seen that, check it out. Just search Bob the Dishwasher at intotomorrow.com, and you'll see when I asked him, so why Bob? Well, yeah, guess what? He tells us how that came about. Yeah. We got a bunch of Bluetooth speakers. We got security lights with cameras. Uh, we got, what, cell phone signal boosters, two terabyte backup drives. I mean, so much more. Intotomorrow.com lists all the cool stuff, including the stuff we add as we go. And if you like a clean tushy, you'll want to win some stuff, too. True. We've got a very cool, high-tech, very comfy luxury bidet that we're giving away, too, from our friends at Brondell. Yeah, I put one in my bathroom at home, and Cameron now will only use – he go upstairs and use my bathroom because he likes the warm toilet seat. He does. Well, and the fact that it washes and dries after. Yes, I've been saving a lot of money on toilet paper now. But you still got to use well, a little. No, but he's but he goes through a lot. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> so when he can wash and dry first, he goes through considerably less toilet paper. Yeah. So that's not a bad idea. So yeah. there you go. Stay tuned to the next segment because we'll tell you a lot more of the stuff that you can win when you participate. Oh, okay. We're going to share that? We will. Oh, next segment. Stay tuned. 
Toyota's first fully electric battery vehicle, the Toyota BZ4X, isn't off to a great start. What, a, like a stupid name, number yeah. one. Uh-huh. Uh, the company is recalling a number of the BZ4X vehicles, including some 2023 model year ones, over something that's probably no big deal. It's just that the wheels might fall off. <laughs> it felt great. <laughs> According to Reuters, the total number of vehicles recalled is 2,700, with 2,200 of those earmarked for Europe, 260 for the U.S., 110 for Japan, and 10 for Canada. Sorry, Canada, you only get 10 of them. Oh, gee. <laughs> well, there'll be less days ruined in Canada, yeah. I guess. Uh, Subaru also said last week that it's recalling about 2,600 of its Solterra cars for the same reason. Now, here's Toyota's description of what may happen. Quote, after low mileage use, all of the hub bolts on the wheel can loosen to the point where the wheel can detach from the vehicle. If a wheel detaches from the vehicle while driving, it could result in a loss of vehicle control, increasing the risk of a crash. Do you think? Exactly. Oh, my God. It could <laughs> result. Yeah. Okay. How many times have you lost a wheel and it didn't cause a loss of control of your vehicle? Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. And they're talking about all the wheels. Yeah. It's not like they have an issue with the right front wheel only or something. It's all the wheels. Uh-huh. All right, don't be buying that. Well, first of all, it's a stupid name. What is the model of this Toyota? BZ4X. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't buy that anyway. Yeah. Netflix co-executive Ted Sarandos confirmed that the streaming company is speaking to multiple potential partners to help it enter the advertising business, telling an industry conference that it may build its own ad business in the future. Netflix had long been averse to any advertising on its subscription service, but after posting disappointing figures last quarter, showing it lost 200,000 subscribers, Sorrento said, quote, We're not adding ads to Netflix as you know it today. We're adding an ad tier for folks who say, Hey, I want a lower price and I'll watch ads. Close quote. They haven't named that service yet, but it sounds to me a lot like TV. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's like they're, they're making it sound like, here's a thought. Let's just come up with a lower price and people can watch ads. Do you ever watch TV? Oh, my gosh. Unreal. So, yeah. there you go. Look for 200,000 subscriber loss, though. Man, what happened to Netflix? Hmm. NASA wants its moon dusk and cockroaches back. <laughs> Oh, great. Yeah, I, I swear I don't have them. Well, the space agency has asked Boston-based RR Auction to halt the sale of moon dust collected during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission that had subsequently been fed to cockroaches during an experiment to determine if the lunar rock contained any sort of pathogen that posed a threat to terrestrial life. And since cockroaches will survive a nuclear war, even, they figured feed them moon dust and see if they continue to survive? Yeah. Okay. According to a letter from a NASA lawyer to the auctioneer, quote, the material still belongs to the federal government. The material from the experiment, including a vial with about 40 milligrams of moon dust and three cockroach carcasses, <laughs> was expected to sell for at least $400,000, but has now been pulled from the auction block. So wait, did these cockroaches go to the moon? No, they ate the dust that came back from the from moon. The, okay, so they were just earthbound cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> But they were trying to see if they would be okay with eating the moon dust. Apparently not if they're carcasses. Well, that was in 1969. So whether whether it was the moon dust or not, something obviously got to them. (laughs) But I couldn't think of a better creature to do testing on. Yeah. 
How do you do an autopsy on a cockroach, though, to find out why, how they died? I don't know. Usually I have trouble you know, scraping it off the bottom of my shoe, so I wouldn't do an autopsy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, the nascent technology of wireless charging likely will come to the forefront as electric vehicles gain traction. Keep this in mind. The concept, of course, of course was first demonstrated by Nikola Tesla himself who transmitted electric energy through the air between circuits with a magnetic field. But when it will be commercially viable is unclear. And remember, we're talking about wireless charging of an electric vehicle. And we've you probably have seen an occasional video where somebody's proposing that you just drive over and, and park atop a device that would be wirelessly charging, just like you would put your phone down on a Qi charger or something of that sort. Not available yet, but yeah, that's got to be helpful at some point. You don't have to worry about that pesky plug and plugging it in. Mm-hmm. Might be worth it. Well, one of our listeners sent me this note I thought was very cool. She says, my kids have started removing one letter of bad words so they can text each other names and not get in trouble, they hope. So she says, so I decided to add one digit to the Wi-Fi password until they can be nice to each other. And then she wrote, your move, little itches. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I thought that was terrific. It's like, you go, girl. (laughs) What a cool thought. Because let's face it, the kids these days, Cameron at 10 years old is no exception, will do anything they can to get around being able to say something that comes very close to, again, like that documentary we refer to, that creepy line, but not go over. Of course, sometimes they go over anyway. It's like, okay, enough. We get it. Enough. You know. But kids will do that. They will try to get away with it. Mm-hmm. So if they think they can drop a letter and still say the rest of the word or part of the word or put an asterisk in there instead of that letter so, so mom says, your move, little itches. <laughs> Good for mom. Uh-huh. Instagram, speaking of kids getting around things, is testing new methods for users to verify their age, including an AI tool built by a third-party company, Yodi, that estimates how old you are just by scanning your face. Oh. Now, officially, you have to be at least 13 years old to sign up for an Instagram account. But for years, they made little effort to enforce this rule. Until 2019, it didn't even bother to ask new users their birth date, let alone to try to verify the information. So Instagram has produced more and more age verification features, as well as methods to separate younger users from adults. This method, called AI estimation, involves sending a video selfie to that third-party company, which uses machine learning to estimate a person's age. Well, it's about time they step up and finally do something. Of course, Instagram, owned by Meta, which also owns Facebook. Yeah, Yeah, and I I read that one of the other verification methods that they're testing is where they reach out to several of your friends on, on Instagram. Like in, I guess independently, without them know, you knowing whatever, to verify how old this person, how, how old you like are. Like they they ask your friends, how guess, old are you? I guess so, yeah. And, I, and oh, obviously they won't tell you which, which ones, so that you don't you can't contact this friend and say, hey, when they ask you, make sure you tell them I'm 15 or something. Yeah. If anybody asks, I'm over 13. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, how bizarre! <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. It sounds like an Instagram kind of thing. Yeah. <sighs> well, it sounds like a Zuckerberg kind of thing, which is the same. Oh, how bizarre. Atari has certainly been around for a while. Do you know for how long? A long time. Okay. Well, they're (laughs) celebrating 50 years in business with a new retro-inspired Boregas or Boregas logo. Named after the California street 
where its headquarters is located. The icon displays the brand's Fuji mark and a 1970s-style 50 in various colors. I didn't know whether that was really tech news to share, but I thought it was somewhat interesting because I would have thought they were older than that. And remember, we've had uh, uh, Bushnell, Mr. Bushnell, on the Nolan show. Bushnell. I'm sorry? Nolan Bushnell. Nolan Bushnell. Couldn't remember his first name. We've had him on the show. What a delight to talk to. I mean, this guy's got a lot of tech history. But, you know, he well, he started Atari and started a couple of other unrelated Chuck companies. Chuck E. Cheese's. Chuck E. Cheese, exactly. <laughs> also the founder of Chuck E. Cheese. Well, the best pizza you'll find. That's true. <laughs> they do have good pizza. And yeah. I like their skee-ball. Yeah. <laughs> So now, happy birthday or happy anniversary to Atari. 50. You just made a huge swath of our audience feel really old. Well, sorry. Those of us you know, that, like me, I mean, I'm not quite that old, but you know, but a lot, of, a lot of our audience like me you know, grew up on their Atari game You're systems. very close to that old. Yes, I am. Which makes me really old. Yeah. I need to retire. No. <laughs> no. I think I should. What do you think? Our audience, I mean, not oh, you. I'm asking right. our audience. I should I, I still retire? Want a paycheck. You, you still want a paycheck? <laughs> See, it's all about you. That's very selfish. I'm asking our audience. Have you had enough of me? And, and I'm not playing martyr. You're shaking your head. Yes. Oh, that's great. I'm not being a martyr. I'm just saying enough, right? Like it's okay if I retire. Maybe try to enjoy my remaining, hopefully, many years. I don't know. Just I'm. I don't know. You'd have to go get a job somewhere like a McDonald's drive-thru so that you can at least still have a microphone. <laughs> Do you want fries with that? <laughs> medium or large? Small. Ah, darn it. We're supposed to upsell medium or large only. Yeah. Uh-huh. We did that with Burger King the other day when uh-huh. Cameron insisted on BK, and you brought that up because sure enough, they don't say, you know, what size. I mean... You know, do you want small, medium, or large? They just say medium or large. Like, yeah. that's all that's available. Uh-huh. That's cheating. Uh-huh. Just isn't right. Terry in Carthage, Missouri, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. And we love you for it, Terry, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. I want to say hi to Cam and Chris and, uh, oh, yeah, and Dave. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing good. Love the show. Thank you. Got a little problem with my Alexis. Uh, I've got three of them in my house. Can't seem to get them all to work on the same commands. I'll tell turn the light off. One will say it can. The other two will say you don't know the function. I go to the other room. Same thing. They'll all answer, but only one of them will turn the function to the function. So I need some help how to get them all working together. Well, Terry, are all of your Echo speakers set up using the same account? That's the first thing we got to ask. Uh, their speakers are built to, of course, work together. In theory, when you set a second one up after having a first one already running, so long as they're all set up using the same account, some settings will transfer. Now, being connected to the same main account should ensure, notice I'm underlining italicizing sure, uh, should rather, should ensure that Alexa skills, music settings, and smart devices all transfer to the newer one as well. What won't transfer is Bluetooth profiles, but that shouldn't keep them from being able to answer you if you talk to them directly and, of course, follow through on a simple command, like you're saying. Yeah, and since skills don't seem to have transferred, you might want to make sure that all three of your speakers are updated to the latest version. Then reset the ones that are not responding to your skills to factory settings 
and then pair them again to your account. Not a pain, sure, but yeah. yeah. And just make sure that you use the same account that you used when you set up the original one. Um, according to Amazon, everything should transfer if you do that. So uh, all I can say is good luck. Yeah. Do let us know. And, of course, let's all meet Terry and everybody at intotomorrow.com. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best MedCare do the work. For you. Welcome back. Don't forget my favorite saying call in, win stuff. We always have cool stuff to share with you just for participating on the show. I'm Cameron Graveline, and bringing you further into tomorrow, here's Dave. Well, thank you, Cam. We appreciate that. Welcome back into tomorrow on this Happy Birthday America weekend. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com. Parents often have to cope with ear infections with their children. A new smartphone accessory can help eliminate trips to the doctor's office. With this week's In to tomorrow health tech minute here's alfred poor thanks dave ear infections are a familiar occurrence for many families these typically lead to phone calls to the doctor's office which often end with you better bring the child in just to be sure well the makers of children's tylenol have come up with a smartphone accessory that can help eliminate unnecessary trips for an ear exam the device fits on certain apple iphone models and a companion app can record video clips and still images of the inside of a child's ear. No skill or training is required. The app steps you through the sequence and makes sure that you're getting a good image. You can then share the video and stills with your healthcare professional, who can then make better judgments on what treatment is required. This remote home ear exam could save a lot of time for everyone involved. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. We've got goodies to share with you, thousands of dollars worth of stuff, and all you need to do is be heard on the air. So don't hesitate to call in if you never have, especially, or if it's been a while. Join us. Win stuff. 
like the Pivo Pod Active, so you can capture video and images with 360-degree motion tracking, target exposure, and auto zoom. We've been talking a lot about the $1,500 Denago 48-volt electric bike from bike.com. We've got that for giveaway as well. Rondell supplied a couple of their GoSpa collapsible travel bidets and a Swash CL 2200 ultra-thin luxury bidet toilet seat with remote control. That's worth $650 right there. How about from Skosh? Their Rhythm Plus 2.0 armband heart rate monitor, Power Up 600 jump starter with flashlight and USB charging outlet, or their MagMount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe and Qi-enabled phones. You use one of these in your car. I do. And you love it, so that's a bunch of goodies from Skosh. We've got Bob the Mini Dishwasher from Dantec, valued at $450. Oh, very cool, too. Bob does a good job. From Vivo. 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 I'm always getting that right. Vivo at-home urine tests to track your body's wellness. They sent us several to share with you, and they work really well. And from Surecall, the Fusion to Go Max cell phone signal booster for your vehicle, valued at $500. And Tivic Health Clear Up microcurrent device to relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies bunch of those at 150 bucks just call in and participate you can call 800-899-INTO use the free into tomorrow app or click that ask dave microphone on our site at intotomorrow.com just please tell us where you're calling from and how you hear the show attention do you owe back taxes fines and penalties to the irs The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, our 27th year on the air, covering the latest in cool consumer tech. And of course, that includes products and services, gadgets, gizmos, websites, apps, all sorts of things involving consumer tech. And delighted that you've tuned into the program. Even happier when you call in and participate on the show. So don't hesitate to do that anytime, 24-7 at your convenience. You can either call us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Toll free from anywhere in North America. Or you can use the free Into Tomorrow app. Just click on that message to studio button. Or you can use the Ask Dave microphone, which is at, available at our website at intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and a mic. Just click that, and if you use that, 
method, then be sure and let us know your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. That's very important info. Philanthropy is not only for the billionaires and institutions. Good, because that would disqualify me right away. Our next guest created a crowdsourced donation platform that makes philanthropy engaging and accessible to the next generation of donors. He is a co-founder, along with his co-founder, Omar Butts, the co-founder and chief technology officer. The company is called, in fact, Fahad Kushiri. Did I say your name right? It's Qureshi. Qureshi, Qureshi. sorry. Okay. Uh, Fahad Qureshi. Very good. Well, thanks for joining us. And tell me a little bit about the company. And it's spelled not like it sounds, I guess maybe in another language perhaps, but I-N-F-A-Q-U-E. Does that mean something? And in what language? (laughs) Yes, it, it, it it comes from ancient Arabic, and it means to selflessly give and make things better. So it's directly in line with basically another word for philanthropy, to be honest. Okay. Oh, very cool. Because that's also the website is in fact infaque.com. And of course, we'll link you there. Have no fear. Uh, but tell me about Infact as a company. How is it that you and Omar founded this company? What prompted you to do that? Yeah, so I, I've been working at, um, my, most of my career was working in technology in banks. Uh, and Omar's was working as a consultant. And we were like, you know what, we got to do something to make the world a little bit better as opposed to just making, you know, rich people richer, which is sort of what we were doing. <laughs> and and got us thinking, well, what can we do? What skills can we bring to the table? Being a techie and love tech and recognizing how the market is changing, we're like, okay, let's figure out what the problem is. And we started investigating and found out that nonprofits, so charities and, and nonprofits are actually losing the num- losing donors and part of it is because they're they're unable to sort of communicate in a way that the young folks understand. And those people now getting older, they're used to doing things digitally, which maybe the older generation didn't need to, didn't expect. And because, and we want to fill that gap. We're also finding nonprofits just don't have the budgets to do it all themselves. So we figured, hey, what if we, we built a platform that they could use so they wouldn't have to invest the tons of money in building something and let these nonprofits use it in a way that will allow the younger generation to pay those small and to be able to contribute small amounts. And through technology, we'll be able to scale that up and get them additional revenue and get them engage, additional do, um, donors, get the engagement higher. And so that when these people grow up, they're now the bigger donors for those larger uh, and making those larger donations as well. What a terrific idea. I mean, and, and the fact that you can let any of us, uh, especially now, as you mentioned, these younger folk say, yeah, I'm also a philanthropist, you know, and it's like, ooh, you know. <laughs> but uh, hey, but it's a good feeling. You know, it's good to give to it others. Is. It's good to have that, that feeling. I know, unfortunately, everybody doesn't think that way, but come on, I've, especially as I got older, you know, I, I got so much more joy out of giving gifts, at, whether it be Christmas or a birthday or something, rather than receiving them. Yeah, it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong, and please don't stop giving me gifts. Yeah. Uh, but the fact is that you give get much more pleasure out of seeing someone's reaction, knowing they're benefiting from something that you've done and provided. Uh, what a great way to get more folks involved. And and how is it then that you guys make money? Do you take a, a little percentage or something? I mean, that's, you know, what is the yeah. business plan? How does that work? So um, one of the key things we do is we provide transparency to sort of the younger donor. They see per dollar where it's all going. And 
with this platform, we enable it for a nonprofit. We have two ways that we make make money. A lot of nonprofits and charities already have pretty significantly sized fundraising departments, so they're able to spend up to, in some cases, $200,000 to fundraise. So we take a cut out of that. We're figuring out our pricing model, but basically there'll be a yearly subscription, which will be quite a lot smaller than what they're already spending on fundraising, and we'll also take a transaction processing fee because that's what we have to give to PayPal or Stripe or whoever oh, we're sure. using yeah. on our back end. So it's two bases, uh, pay per transaction fee and a yearly fee. And um, hopefully, you know, it, it'll be cost effective and they'll, they'll see their revenues go up. Is this something that you're already getting reaction from a lot of people, especially some of these young people? Are they saying, well, yeah, if it's that easy and I don't have to come up with money I don't have, sure, I'd like to help. Absolutely. We're finding that the experience of seeing where, per dollar where your money went, the ability to interact directly with the project manager of the project you're funding is amazing. They may not use it, but they love the fact that they can and they can see that transparency. From the nonprofit side, we've met so many nonprofits here at Collision, and they're like, hey, sign me up. When can I do this? So we have like seven or eight lined up already awesome. because it's so desperately needed because they know they're unable to interact with their with their donors in a way that they that makes sense. So we're super psyched. To, especially with what we learned over here at Collision. I, I like how your website right away says, reclaim your right to be a philanthropist. And, and it is Absolutely. your right. And, and, and you want to have that warm, fuzzy feeling as well of helping. Now, do you anticipate a lot of organizations joining you so that there's a lot to choose from, so that if somebody has a particular uh, cause that's near and dear to their heart or, or something of that nature, that they can kind of begin to select who they want to donate to or divide it up amongst a few, hopefully, uh, and how much they can provide? Absolutely. And so as we, because we started off with our family and friends, we really wanted to prove that the technology worked. So we're, check, it does work. Now we're looking to expand. And so as we increase our donor pool, we get more and more money coming in. When you sign up as a donor, you select the causes that are most near and dear to your heart is it environmental protection is it food security is it clean water is it education so as a user or as a donor you're selecting what matters to you and when a charity comes and says hey i need money you get notified and say hey do you think these are you want your money going here yes or no you have about a week to decide and if you say no we don't your funds participate in that pool otherwise the money goes out and this way as we get more donors we'll get more charities involved and the beautiful thing is we proved that the idea works. Now we're looking to sort of scale it out and get more and more participants on the platform and more and more um, uh, nonprofits as well. So this way we kind of want to increase both at the same time. Oh, for sure. It, it makes it makes perfect sense. So am I understanding correctly that folks would kind of donate a certain amount of money and and it goes into a pool and then they decide where it should go so that you need them to sort of sign up with a few bucks to begin with and then make some subsequent yeah. decisions? Absolutely. absolutely. So as a donor, I sign up. I say, I care about education. So I say, I'm going to give 10 bucks a month, 5 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, whatever small amount I can afford. And everybody's doing this. So that pool for education keeps going up and up and up. What ends up happening is if there's a project for a charity that's in education, they come in and say, hey, I have a project that's going to work on ed education for some uh, indigenous community in Canada. They're like, okay. We say, hey, contributor, you, you've been giving us money. Here's a new project that came along, a new campaign. Do you like it? 
yes or no. If they say no, we don't use that money. If if they don't say anything, we assume that they're comfortable with their, their money going. So this way, we're empowering um, the donors. We're making uh, making it more democratized, so that mm-hmm. as a collective, the donor community has a voice in where the money is going. That kind of explains how on your site you talk about uh, it being a frictionless giving and digital engagement platform. Uh, frictionless Absolutely. is cool. And and obviously with folks these days, I mean, I even use, I, I even as old as I am, I even use, uh, you know, Cash App and, and Venmo and things like uh, PayPal uh, quite yeah. frequently. A lot more I've discovered than I use any credit card anymore, which is a good thing. Um, so, again, you make it as easy as possible possible for folks to contribute to things that are important to them. Frictionless is super important because we're finding that with the younger generation, they're so used to things being so seamless. So the experience, it's all about the experience. And we've learned a lot from Apple that they sort of pioneered this mindset is make it a perfect experience, not so much about the technology, but make it about the experience. And that's we want to optimize the experience so that it's smooth, frictionless, transparent, and empowering. And that those are our sort some of our key foundational principles that we believe in. We're talking with Fahad Qureshi, the co-founder and chief technology officer of a company called Infac, and we invite you to visit their website. Become a philanthropist, even at a small amount. I n f a q u e dot com. But stay tuned. There's much more to come, and we'll tell you how it all works after this. I'm Dave Graveline. Into tomorrow continues. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the ease. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. I'm Dave Graveline. Welcome back into tomorrow. We're chatting with the co-founder and chief technology officer of a company called Infac, Fahad Qureshi. Uh, Fahad, is there a minimum amount that folks need to to meet in order to get started, or is it whatever they can do? Five dollars. Oh, is our minimum. Five dollars. And the wow. reason for that is your payment processors. They're going to take a. Five dollars, yeah, that's that's all. It's just because um, because we're our technology platform. It's easy for us to work with small amounts. Um, but the payment, the credit card systems, they always take a minimum like a thirty percent, uh, thirty cent cut, plus three percent on average. And so yeah. it just makes sense that you know you give five bucks, at least four and a bit are going to the charity, right? Well, so that's, that's, that's the only good. reason. Yeah, and it might Otherwise, we would have gone lower even. But oh, sure. Five bucks. <laughs> well, and it might be. I think for a lot of people listening, five bucks. My gosh, I can afford that, but it's such a small amount. Yeah, but if you get a lot of people doing five, ten, fifteen, twenty bucks, there exactly. Now you're making a difference, and I can see where many charities are going to say, "Hey, we're in because we'd love a piece of that." Whatever yeah. it is, you know, it's all about quantity. What are some of the charities that you're already working with, and others that? you anticipate uh, so folks listening can say ah i'm in yeah so when we started out we wanted to keep it small so we talked to a bunch of charities that we know so one is called dyslexia canada and they work um in educating parents of dyslexic children on how to deal with them that's one there was another one called angan which is uh, a food bank sort of 
nonprofit that gives um, it runs food banks throughout different cities in Canada and has other programs to sort of help people. Um, the third one is called the Amazon Rainforest Conservancy in Peru, where basically they protect at the Amazon rainforest. They hire guards to uh, rangers to protect the wildlife. Um, and those are some of the charities that we're already... Oh, and there's another one called uh, Rumi, which is an education platform, especially um, out in, like, Afghanistan, where women can't get educated. They sort of work behind the scenes to get a lot of the women um, education because, you know, things are getting a little bit rough. Uh, and we we also work with... Um, Angan, they actually did a food bank for Ukraine. They they did a they used some of the funds for uh, food banks over there. And all of that you can actually see on our website when you click on active campaigns. It'll give you all a list of all the campaigns that we've uh, that are currently live right now or that we've worked with in the past. Okay, terrific. Well, between uh, your fellow co-founder Omar and yourself, Fahad, uh, we thank you uh, for spending a few minutes with us. We wish you much success because I think not only does this make it easy as we've said all along, for anyone to consider themselves a philanthropist. And we all should, even if it's a small amount initially. Yes. And then you get that good, warm, fuzzy feeling. And then you say, yeah, here's another 10, another 20, another, another 100, whatever you can do. It would, would really help so many people. And I think that's terrific. So keep up the good work. And we, uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank you so much for having us. It's our pleasure, and we invite folks to visit your site. It's infact.com, spelled I-N-F-A-Q-U-E, infact.com. We'll get you there. Visit us at intotomorrow.com, and you'll check out their site and what their team is up to. And consider becoming a philanthropist. And let us know, because uh, we encourage you to do just that. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO, use a free Into Tomorrow app, or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. Hey, that would be us. That would be us. Me and you. Yay. On this 4th of July weekend, celebration for America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. And Cameron, of course, always reminding us. Hey, everyone. Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. <laughs> he sounded a little more excited there. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Uh, welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. And by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more information. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Oh, it's very cool. And they don't bombard you with stuff. You're not going to get text a bunch of times. You can, nope. They'll text you one time with a link to how you can get a very cool Into to tomorrow offer. So you just text that word radio, type radio to 35000. It's really cool. Try it out. Ken in North Miami, Florida. <laughs> I'm glad that that's there. We were, we were not sure. Listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Hey, Ken. Just bought a new Chevy Colorado pickup, and I'm looking for a wireless camera. Like a mount on the front, as I've never owned a pickup truck, and I find myself with the back of the truck still sticking in a parking lot. What are your recommendations for a wireless type camera for the front of the truck? That's a pretty cool question because we ha- we have frequently received calls over the years about wireless cameras or cameras in general for backup cameras that are on older, not on older vehicles, but he wants a front camera. Yeah, because you know you hate it when you leave your back end sticking out in a parking lot. Yeah, I I know I hate that. People go by and just slap it. But, Ken, your best bet is actually a backup camera. There's no rule that says that it needs to be installed on the back of your truck. The easiest ones to get working will be the license plate mounted ones, which will wirelessly broadcast to the cabin, which is not a very far distance if in a truck, right? Uh, for example, an Echo Master camera and screen can be had for under $150 and can be mounted with just two screws. Now, if you don't trust wireless cameras, and many people don't because you don't know if you can really depend on that, there are wired cameras that are very inexpensive and will come right on without any delay, unlike their wireless cousins. Now, an an Antica camera can be installed on the front of the car and hidden away, and you can get them for about 40 bucks. Now, the big catch here, though, is that there's no monitor with that. You've got to buy that separately. Which, of course, a lot of good it does you with no monitor. Yeah. (laughs) Now, one issue you may run into is that most of these cameras are made to be installed on the rear of the car where you can't see, rather than the front where you can. That means that some assume that you'll want them to turn on when the car goes into reverse. Now, that means you may need to have the camera wired to turn on when you flip a switch. Yeah, well, that's a good point, too. Now, look into Metra, iBeam, Kenwood, and a company called Thinkware. They all make rear-view cameras that can be adjusted to be used as front-view cameras. They all have roughly a 170-degree field of vision. They are all weatherproof, of course, and they will all end up costing you somewhere between $100 and $150, of course, plus installation. Yeah, other than that, wired cameras are fairly comparable as there's really not that much in the way of features other than better or worse night vision. Yeah. So let us know what you end up with, Ken, because I think it'll help other people. But the fact that they're available is cool, and we highly recommend that unless you're a really good DIYer, uh, do it yourself, or that you seek out a local 12 volt dealer to help you out with the install. Yeah, and you also want to make sure because a lot of these cameras, if they're uh, rear view cameras, the image might be reversed on the monitor. So mm. make sure that you get one where you can have a non mirrored image. That's another good <laughs> if point. If you're putting it in the front. Wow. <laughs> and Ken, do you and everyone else listening to subscribe to our free tech newsletter? You can do so very easily at intotomorrow.com. 